Sunday, February the 27th. Welcome to this Burlington Audio Podcast. We hope you will be encouraged and inspired in your faith as you listen to this message. We'd love to hear what you think. Please be in touch with us through the website. More information and many more podcasts are all at burlingtonbaptist.org.uk. Thanks for listening. As uh, Becky so helpfully uh, drew us in worship this morning, we're, we're so conscious, aren't we, of the world that we are a part of over uh, these last few days. And, uh, uh, and no one other than Alan and Bella has as much kind of connection with that part of the world. So before we get into the rest of what we're going to do today, and we're feasting today on mission and world mission and mission partners, but before we dig into that a little bit, I'd like to ask Alan, perhaps on behalf of of all of us, what what do you see, uh, what do you think, what do you feel, given your more personal connection? We've all uh, watched the news and, and we hear it from that vantage point, but, but you're a little more uh, behind the scenes. Give us a, a little bit of a glimpse and insight. Thank you, Simon. We've all seen the news and you know, the, the politics have been debated many times. But uh, I think the thing that's turning us over is obviously the relationships, the people we know, people we love, um, being in touch with them, um, mostly uh, indirectly. I don't want to keep phoning people that, uh, that we know, but uh, Obviously, family members are, are impacted, but uh, um, other than that, working through a couple of agencies who have very hands-on contacts with them. I just wrote a, a note, you know, how, and, I, and I'm quite sure others here, please make yourself known if you have direct contacts, mm. because I'm, I'm not the only spokesman for this at all. Um, but uh, uh, my mother-in-law is half Ukrainian, half Russian, and there's millions of people working that one out in communities mm. all over, not just in Ukraine. Um, the things that we haven't heard, for example, um, there's Kaliningrad that stuck the other side of, uh, of Lithuania. What, what, are, what are they feeling about being the other side of a NATO line? There, there are so many. Uh, there's um, Pridnestrovia in eastern Moldova, which is, again, the other side of Ukraine, but is very pro-Russian, and everything is getting torn all over the place wherever you look. And, uh, the, and, and it's the same with so many of these pockets of, of, of lands that would obviously mean a lot more maybe to me because I counted up, I've been to the former Soviet Union almost exactly a hundred times. So uh, with apart from family members there, and uh, Simon, obviously, when we were working there, we um, we met a lot of people. And, and uh, so there's some, for example, who were working on the team that we're supporting in Kyrgyzstan, who moved a couple of years ago. Um, and um, that, uh, Sergei and Anya, uh, and in Kharkiv, and you've all heard about Kharkiv this week and even this morning. Um, Sasha and Lena, who we were praying for a few weeks ago, um, who's 11-year-old son, um, was really tormented by some Muslim lads and beaten up and um, told to, to to confess that he wasn't a Christian. And someone in this room gave a wonderful gift to that family. Um, they're from Donetsk. Um, on and on and on it goes. I think we haven't probably realised that the the um, the areas of eastern Ukraine at the moment, um, for the last eight years, you're aware, obviously, that in Crimea. Um, but the impact on the churches and the Christian leaders has been huge. We haven't heard too much about that, but um, there have been raids, there have been arrests, there have been 
um, uh, the need to re-register, which then becomes very difficult. So again and again and again, it's just wave after wave of these things. It hasn't made me physically busy, but it's made me really emotionally busy. I'm very grateful for at least five people who stood and prayed with me this morning um, to, and, and, and for Bella. Um, she's online with a church in um, uh, Archinsk in Russia at this moment of time. Uh, what are they feeling? What are they praying? So it's people, people, people that we're seeking to pray for. And, and uh, you mentioned it very, very quickly, but it underlines the complexity of all that's going on relationally. Uh, your mother-in-law, half Ukrainian, half Russian. It reminds me of some of the things that you said when you were in Croatia about the deep-rooted uh, racial tensions or ethnic tensions, perhaps, that, 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 that exist. Uh, just, just, just for a moment, how can we just pray into that? It seems a really important part of this prayer journey. Thank you. It's a very sober thing to say, but one has to understand that the events of the last three days will have created a generation's worth of resentment and the need for reconciliation. Mm. Mm. You know, I could be 95 and go to that conference that I went to last year in Croatia. It's that sort of thing because... Mm. No, this last year I was with the children of those who were impacted in the 90s. And it's deep. It's really, really deep one generation on. So we, to pray for peace is not just this week. And I think the other, just briefly, Simon, the other thing is that, um, the, the patterns and, and Simon Barrington did a lot on this last year as we began to realize the impact of COVID. There's this whole three stage process. Mm. And emotionally, you will hear this week all that we can do it. We can rise up. Mm, mm. It's all right. Victorious. Mm. Um, it will be followed mm. by a serious depression. And then, mm. please God, the opportunity to stage rebuild. by stage yeah. rebuild. But it's a long, long mm. process mm. from what already has happened mm. in three days. Yeah, yeah. And one thing we can be praying not to oversimplify it, but something that, that, that the repeated prayer of our heart. What? Um, the name of Jesus. The mantra, the peace of Jesus, the Prince of Peace. I, absolutely. Yeah. And I agree, Becky, that mm. for me personally, it really mm. fed me this morning. Mm. Yeah. Um, to the faith songs, we're mm. declaring that the God of heaven is above and mm. beyond all these things. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's what, you know, the, well, should have put it up here, goodness, yeah, I was going to say stuff about that. But, mm. you know, these are just, my 15 visits to Ukraine, these are just some of the people that mean a lot. But you can see the different colours. It's not just in in Ukraine, it's all the surrounds as well. Um, but this was taken this week of mm. believers who, who stood in the Maidan in the middle of uh, Kiev to, to, to kneel and pray and mm. confess the God of heaven over their land. Great. We're going we're gonna to pause just for a minute. I will lead us in prayer towards the end of our time uh, this morning. But just as we've heard Alan, Alan share, why don't we just for a few moments, where we are, maybe just turn to the person next to you and we just pray Jesus, Jesus. Pray Jesus. Speak Jesus, his life, his name, his power, his peace into this whole situation. There are a few things that we can say, if anything, more powerful than whispering the name of Jesus. So why don't you turn to the person around you and just use the name of Jesus very simply. It's not about our words. It's about our hearts reaching to God for his broken world. Jesus, 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 Jesus.
There is no other name under heaven given to mankind through which, by which they can be saved, rescued, redeemed, healed, restored. Rebuilt into the people that you always intended all of us to be. So the name of Jesus we pray today for Ukraine, for Russia, for Eastern Europe. The name of Jesus we pray for families, marriages, children, homes. The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. Amen.